The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is Grim Reaper, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. Making its way back to New York City is Violence and Suffering. VXS makes his return to the East Coast, baby, in a big, big way. February 23rd at Queens Elks Lodge. Guys, you're not going to want to miss this one. Doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time's at 8 p.m. The card is stacked. No idea what's going to happen until you get in the building. On the card, we have Leo Rush going head-to-head versus RS. Also in the building, be Sammy Callahan. Ziggy Ham, Myron Reed, Dante Leon, Teriyaki, and much, much more. Guys, you don't want to miss it. VXS makes its return back to the East Coast, and it's going to be a banger. Make sure you get your tickets at TheWrestlingUniverse.com. That's at TheWrestlingUniverse.com. Violence and Suffering returns to the East Coast, baby. And we're doing it big at the Queens Elks Lodge. February 23rd, guys. You don't want to miss it. TBT is going to be in the building. You should be too. Check them out. VXS, guys. The Arrival. This is JD from New York, and you guys are listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, it's Turnbuckle Tabloid. Of course, Wrestling Rundown this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's a jam-packed full of love. And with that love, I bring in our boy M2 Inc. Stops in because uh, it's, it's been one hell of a week, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, my guy has a lot to say about this week. But uh, what's going on, sir? How's everything? How's, how's, how's the farm? Oh, the farm is doing great. The Piggly Wigglies are multiplying like rabbits. Chickens are laying eggs. <laughs> You know, horses in the back. With horses in the back. Two donkeys with them. Oh, yeah, but you have a don. You have donkeys. Yeah, one name. One's named Donkey because he looks like Donkey, <laughs> and one's named Blanco because he's uh, white. Oh, uh, do, do, do all the other horses like like move away from him because they know you know 
white. What no one of them? <laughs> no, my the horse hangs out with the white one, and they bully donkey. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Culture, you know, the culture, bro, the culture. Because <laughs> it's like it's a little cycle. They'll bully, then they'll get along, and then the donkeys, and then the horse will just not like any of the donkeys at all. And then the donkeys hang out. It's just like a little, a whole cycle. Oh man, you know, you know, we can't we all just get along, ladies and gentlemen? Can't we just all get along? So eventually they do. As always, I'm um, the Norm McDonald of this segment, and this is Wrestling Rundown, your weekend update. So um, just gonna ask you, how's your, what's your thoughts about the new announced teams that's been going on on WWE on Raw and SmackDown? What new announced team? <laughs> well, you see that uh, they have. Um, they they have Michael Cole and Pat McAfee on Raw, and then SmackDown. Not new to me. <laughs> well, it's it's been running for like the past couple of weeks. And, no, I'm uh, saying, but we've heard we've heard them on commentary. Before. Yeah, no, I only mentioned it because they got rid of Kevin Patrick, so I guess he wasn't getting over. I mean, he I mean he got fired. So, do you remember him saying any of his iconic lines on commentary? Well, he just kind of fit in for me. No, but at the same time, it's like I I think they wanted to um, make it less uh, confusing for people, put people out there that they recognize. They wanted to get McAfee back in there. McAfee almost blew the gig with him um, and his nonsense with Aaron Rodgers because if he would have had a a whole spillover with that, he wouldn't have been able to go on WWE anymore. Whoa, dang! Yeah, I don't even know about that. What happened? Yeah, and pretty much Aaron Rodgers said some um, uh, so made some comments about Jimmy Kimmel. On uh, on um, Pat McAfee show and basically saying that uh, Jimmy Kimmel was part of that uh, Jeff Jeffrey Epstein um, list and such. Oh. So uh, Kimmel went back at him at, at the same time. Kimmel went to you know the higher ups and was like, "Listen, if you don't shut this guy up, I'm out of here." <sighs> and Kimmel makes more money than McAfee and his show. So of course McAfee had to say, you know, we had to make sure Aaron Rodgers was, uh, he can no longer be on the show at this time. And then he started attacking the ESPN execs. It was crazy. Like, Oh, they end up, they end up telling, you know, you you better shut up or we're going to freaking, um, buy you out your contract, which means you can't do any more. You can't do media for the next five years. So it means he wouldn't be able to do WWE. Dang. Yeah, so gonna blacklist that man. Yeah, well, contractually they could do it because if they're paying him, it's fine. But he can't do media. I mean, yeah, yeah. So very true. Um, other uh, other um, noteworthy stuff. What's your thoughts about um, Regal coming back and at the same time Ava Rain being the NXT GM? All right. So on William Regal coming back, that's actually good for not just his son but the entire roster because William Regal has generations of wrestling knowledge to give to a new generation of wrestlers. Right. Ava Rain becoming the general manager was a shot in the foot of her career. (laughs) Because they set that woman up for failure, especially with what The Rock had planned to, or whatever the plan was. Y'all just like, is this a work? Is it not? Who knows? But whatever they got going with with The Rock, this screwed Ava Rain over if they were ever if it was the whole plan was to make her the GM. Right. This was bad timing. I pretty much believe that they just realized that she can't wrestle. Even though even with that, the with the rock becoming part of the board and then auto and then she's the GM. Right. That's you're gonna get her. Uh, that, but- that oof. 
Listen, and I, it I, backfired terribly. I, I, I believe, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but they're dropping seeds or something. So um, I don't know. It could be something down the line about that. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. So um, there's been some talk that uh, AEW's attendances has been uh, on the decline lately, bro. Like, what is going on with this place? Jeez. And then then there's talk. I just saw uh, on an article this morning that they're actually looking forward to selling out a a huge venue, like a stadium in the United States. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Because we've been saying it for ages. This is what happens when you appeal to the hardcore fans and only the hardcore fans. Right. Why on earth? Would you not have established something outside of WWE for other casual fans to cling to? Stuff like Swerve, such like Christian Cage when it wasn't cheesy. Stuff like MJF when he first came out. You know, Samoa Joe. Stuff that makes wrestling sense. Not the stuff that we try to, we, you know, like, for instance, Rey Mysterio could wrestle his ass off. Right. But you could never explain to any casual fan the 619. Mm-hmm. But that was just one move. It wasn't the whole entire product you had to explain. That's what makes AEW so lame. It's so fucking fake and un what's unprofessional that ugh, it's like watching bad wrestling skits. It's not even wrestling. Yeah, I, I remember especially the the chief officer Bucks. <laughs> I remember I, I was uh, I, I asked a question to a certain MLW uh, champion on his TikTok uh, some time back, and I asked him what you know what what does he think that AEW can do to broaden his, the audience, and he actually took offense to it, and he's like, broaden their audience? They have an audience. That's their hardcore fans. That's all they need. I'm like, that is not all they need. What? I'm like somebody's yeah, that's somebody's pining to get a stupid job. Stupid ass thinking that everybody has that, that that's the dumbass let everybody play mentality. This this is that's the buck type mentality. That's the Jericho type mentality of wrestling is just some I don't know what they think it is. By the way, did you see that? Like, did you see a that talent show? Did you see that uh, a debuting wrestling promotion, which is a reality TV series, beat. AEW's rampage oh, and the collision. The, the big little brawlers beat them in the radio. Dude, yeah, I saw that. The little, the big little brawl, the big little people. Oh my! Yeah, they got beat goodness. in the ratings. I was like, at this point, Tony, when do you take your hand off the throttle and realize you have been a shit booker? Well, this will lead me to the next story, which is. With that being said, is there a possibility that since uh, Scott Demore is no is no longer with TNA, that there's a possibility that he gets co- um, snatched up by AEW? Hell no. Really? No. no. If he goes anywhere to book anything, WWE is going to snatch him up because Impact already has a working relationship with WWE anyway, and it would make more sense. He's not going to go over there and go mad arguing arguing with Tony why, I don't know, Orange Cassidy shouldn't be world champion or arguing why Swerve shouldn't lose or, you know, there's too, there's too many things to argue. He has That's a man with common sense. And men with common sense go insane in AEW. 
because trying to argue logic into whatever they want to call wrestling, it's impossible. You get glimmers and you get like little glimpses of it, but AEW as a whole just feels like a dead product right now. It's like, why are we watching this? Like, I couldn't get through an episode. Yeah, it's um, it, it it needs something to give it a shot in the arm right now. Uh, I'm still interested in what's going on with Swerve Strickland. I just thought the Hangman stuff should have been dead off. You should at least put him in a in a better storyline. The Hangman stuff. Um, one positive on that. Mm-hmm. The only positive he turned heel. I don't like that. That's let's take it for what it is. Right, right. we got a heel Hangman. <laughs> we- Screw it. It is what it is. I couldn't right? watch him as a babyface anymore. I, I, especially with that that oof, that dusty ass mustache. He, he oof. Does it? Did, did the product get a little bit more stale with MJF uh, being injured and off the uh, off the the the, uh, the program? The product became stale when you turned MJF babyface. Mm. That was the biggest mistake they could have ever made. When they made MJF one of the boys, it's it, you took like half the audience away because that was like he was really what the main reason we were watching they right. had his little snafus and his booking but mjf was real you felt with mjf but now as soon as he's best friends with adam cole especially with adam cole betraying him and making him look like an absolute jackass you like this was like character assassination yeah, the most. And he fu- gets an injury out of this. He don't get. He doesn't get elevated. He gets an injury out of this. I think the most frustrating like, thing about AEW right now for me is just like that. Uh, how do you make a division such as the tag team division that they have possibly one of the most talented um, groups there to work? How do you make it so stale these days? It's just there's nothing. You to, focus on the wrong tag team. Yeah, it's That's there's how. nothing there. You know who the top tag teams in AEW who should? Oh no 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 wait! You know who should be the top tag teams? We all know FCR. That's number one. Why are we doing nothing with the workhorsemen? Because they can actually work mm-hmm. in the name. And I don't. That little dude Anthony Hendry is a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I fuck with him. Uh, we're doing nothing with the House of Black that's significant. They're just doing things that would look really cool. And dark and spooky. Ooh, let's play with the lights. I'm sick of that shit. Um, <laughs> let's see. There, we could be doing something with the Gun Boys, not in a fucking bang bang scissor gang. We could have did something with them, but we fumbled that. We fumbled the hell out of the acclaimed, who was actually over, unique. All you had to do was let Max rap. How was that hard? All you had to do was let Max rap and let the little sissies complain online. Who cares what he says? It's a fucking show. Who gives a damn? All y'all had to do was let the acclaim be acclaimed, and you made them cheesy as a goddamn box of goldfish. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was, like, come on. You ruined it, because... Like the first thing that killed the acclaim was not pulling the trigger on the first match, which was the best match between them and Swerve and Our Glory. That was it. That was the moment they never cash in on when the moment is right. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I um, I had I had them as my uh, my bathroom break uh, moment of the week. 
uh, the, the whole acclaim and what? Yeah, I had, you don't like the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, dude? <laughs> no way. Not That's a rating saver. Um, apparently, apparently, I, I'm I'm out of the loop. You know, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not in that in that um in that demo, I guess. But yeah, uh, it's it's just it, it's killing I had, me. With that. I kind of had hope for Bullet Club Gold. I'm not gonna lie, especially with Juice. Right, Juice is such an interesting character. The Gun Boys have charisma. I'm still trying to figure out why Jay White is there, but I'm not, and I'm not saying he can't work. He's just boring. Right. He and he's British. That's what's really crazy. All the British wrestlers are good on the mic. He's kind of generic. Yeah. He might get a, a decent promo every now and then. And I'm not saying he's like just bad on the mic, but he doesn't really make his point. Like he just talks. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I thought that with him coming in, he'd be a great, um, villain, great heel going in for anybody going through that roster right now. And right now he's just like floating. He's just there. But we, can't blame a lot of these wrestlers we don't have faith in because at the end of the day it's the booker it's no definitely definitely how he's using him it's how he's using them mm-hmm. like for instance mark quinn came back you know how much i loved mark quinn he's so good in the ring he flies better than any one of them in that ring right he like better than dante martin everybody loves dante martin and the what's his little brother's name d'angelo martin or something like no, that. <laughs> Devante, Devante, yeah, Devante. Everybody talks about those two, and don't get me started on Action Andretti, who has improved. I won't lie, Action Andretti has improved significantly, but they don't do anything with Mark Quinn. He flies the highest and the smoothest, and they make they put him with Isaiah Cassidy, who gets on my absolute nerves. I actually thought that they they should have they had the right time to turn him heel. I would have I would have liked to have turned him heel. Um, possibly yeah, he do some different. Came back, hug Cassidy, and just beat the shit. Yeah, out of him I, I, he's I yeah, I think that he's at that, right now. Uh, they're at that point where they need to break them up for a little bit and um let Please. let Quinn um shine. Shine, and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've I, I've 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 known Quinn, and for every time I've seen Quinn for through the years, it's like man, Jesus, it's like maybe ten years or more. He's always been in a tag team. I've hardly ever really seen him shine as a singles. So I feel like Mark Quinn could be on swerve levels. Yeah, he's just got to learn like, how to talk. That's he's it. that good. He's good. He yeah. really is good. He just, they just don't do anything with him, and they put him with that goof Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah. He can go over there with fucking Orange for all I care. They can be brothers. And it's funny because um, on the mic he's a little bit rough, but off camera when you when you're hanging out with him or you or you're talking to him, he's actually a funny dude. And he has like a personality. Yeah. It just it doesn't it doesn't come across uh, that way on he's TV. Figure but out how to get that on camera? Yeah, but find out um, what he's comfortable with. Yeah, or he's got to find out what he's comfortable with. I think. Yeah, but other than that, um, it it it, it just I don't know. It, it's 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 I'm watching because I'm waiting to see like what's going to be the next thing, which is the big announcement, and we'll go into with. Hey, <laughs> come the big announcement from Tony Khan coming to you. There is something going on. Big business come March 13th in Boston. Hmm. I mm-hmm. wonder what that is. Come Boston. Yeah, you're going to have to fill me in. Well, apparently 
uh, Big Business is going to be the name of the, the, the AEW Dynamite show. And they spelled Boston B-O-S-S-E. That's B-O-S, not, excuse me, B-O-S-S-T-O-N. Boston. He's going. Yeah. She's really going. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. B-O-S-S-T-O-N. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing this. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty much locked in. When WWE is beckoning, she's gonna go try to save that. No, no, no. She's not even gonna go try to save the division. That money was bigger from Tony. Tony offered her more. What? He's that damn desperate? There's no fucking way. I, I, you know, he's trying to give that whole CM Punk returns vibe or CM Punk uh, uh, Chicago moment, and they're going to do it at Boston. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm sorry. Gonna, I don't is, think it's going to have the same. a colossal waste of money. Yeah, I don't think, I don't see it happening. We, we talked and about I'm it. I'm just saying, I'm calling it, I'm calling it now with that attitude. Backstage issues going through the roof. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Sasha, oh, it's done for. Yeah, that locker room in for it. I think that um, I think with with um, what she really wanted from WWE, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna honor that. I still believe to this day that she wanted to come in with the new name. They weren't gonna do that because she had did the copyrights and the trademarks. They weren't gonna do that. She, uh, she thought they. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about Mercedes Monet. And to be honest, um, they don't need her. They got enough. They got enough talent over there. So yeah, go to AW. See what you could do over there. I'm 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 fine with it. Um, they're. I don't want to see Sasha ruined. Like she was just doing. I don't mind what she was doing on like New Japan and <laughs> Impact, but that. Oh, bro, what what's gonna happen with her and Brit clash? Because she's already yeah. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, but, I have. Yeah, I I haven't like I, I I didn't even know she's still around. Like I didn't even know Brit was even on you know so, uh, on the radar. Yeah, you know, she's always got something to say. So. Right. Oof. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's gonna be rough. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> it's gonna be a little spicy. That's all I'm gonna say. That's kind of more interesting than whatever they can do on TV. I'm kind of interested. <laughs> Let's go for it. Mustafa Ali's a TNA. That's your boy. It hurts, but I'm I got faith he's gonna do good. It, I wanted to see him do good in WWE. Is that the WWE fan in me? I really wanted to see him do good, so it feels kind of weird seeing him in like Impact. But I think they have faith in Mustafa, so I think his book is gonna be great. Yeah, um, that's a reason I can actually watch Impact. He looks good. Well, I um, can say that. I say that like it's a bad thing. What Impact has been watchable for a while now, actually. Yeah, it's just a pain, and he has to find it. Like, ah, it's it's so annoying. I have my ways, but <laughs> you know, I don't want to. No, can't disclose it here. Yeah, nah, you're not on since, live camera. Since we talk, <laughs> since we talking TNA, uh, we spoke about Nick Nemeth. You said he wasn't uh, really cool with the name as of yet. It hasn't grown on you like Adam <laughs> Copeland. No. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. um, he spoke. He recently spoke on a podcast, and he talked about how WWE booked him. And he, you know, he spoke about a great time he had there. He has no ill will about that. But he was upset uh, on how they would book him just to spite Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson was a big supporter of his. He thought that he had a lot of um, 
talent and promise. And he really went Which to bat for him. Yeah. And he really went to bat with the, with the with creative and the boss himself to, um, to get him over. And what they would do is they would just have him be squashed or to job to, to lesser people just to see Pat Patterson's face when it doesn't go right. That they were, they, they laughed at Pat Patterson getting, um, upset that Nick Nemeth wasn't getting booked properly. And, you know, Nick went on to say, like, is that how you supposed to run a business? That, that that's not how you do business. It's fucking Vince's fault. God <laughs> damn it. Yep. Yep. That's, oh, that's infuriating. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because I thought it just, I really thought it's just because they didn't believe in Dolph yeah. or Nick. But just to spite somebody else, bro, what the fuck? And it pretty much sounds That's like crazy, that. crazy, bro. And he, a waste of talent for that petty shit right there. What the fuck? Yeah. Damn, why couldn't we bust him earlier? Yeah. <laughs> we should have cracked down on him 10 years ago. <laughs> no, because, like, i just been watching shit from back in the day. And you really think about it. Every one of my childhood favorites. It's like it's like they came too early. Right. Imagine what Justin Gabriel can do in this in this day and age. Tyson Kidd, John Morrison, e- every one of them fucking jobbers for nothing. Better than anybody that got pushed over them for nothing. God, it's frustrating because they got kicked to the curb for Neville because he flips. Yeah, and speaking of which, um. Uh, speaking speaking of the old man, uh, Shawn Michaels recently uh, discussed on uh, the Vince allegations, and although I wasn't upset with how Triple H addressed it after the Rumble, I thought maybe I know, was. It, well, he's a bit. He, he's you got to understand. He's way too close to it. So <clears throat> you know, I know exactly why you have to. Say yeah, something. but I, and it was just still, like Tony did the same thing. We're not letting him get away with it if we're not letting Tony get away. Yeah, with but it. at the same that time, Tony. Ridiculous. Tony doesn't have like family members that are, you know, that's involved in this. Like, this is crazy. And, and it was still fresh. It was like two days, a- you know, two days uh, after the, the, the allegations came out. So it's still early, but now that you're getting time, uh, to, to be coached and told what to say and what, and, and what needs to be say, you know, with legalities and stuff, Shawn Michaels actually had a great, um, comment about it and he was very he, he was very um um sincere and also uh did the good company move and he said that you know it, it's disgusting to hear that these stories and he, he wishes that these aren't uh they aren't true but you know it's sad to hear this kind of thing and he also addressed the fact that that's exactly what we needed to hear from triple h and it that's was it. <laughs> that's exactly what he needed to say and uh, the, so he had sean say it yeah and sean, make sense. sean even addressed his own allegations that that once came out about him uh through uh brutus beefcake who said that sean was a very much a womanizer oh and, my and god he's a, using sean as a scapegoat and, that's ridiculous and sean was sean was had a great response to that as well where he said although bruce did um uh, pedal back and it, it kind of took, took, took the comments away back. But Sean even, he made yeah. a great comment where he says, he says, you know, with those allegations, he says, look at Sean Michaels, you know, do you think that I would have had a problem to get women? He's like, and look at me. He says, I, you know, especially at my peak in wrestling, he's like, I, I, for, for, for people to do what they do in that, in that kind of world, it's about power. He says, I had no power. He goes, they, 
I he's a, that that's a it's a manipulative and I thought he was very very um clear and um uh, professional about it. Good shot, uh, good good job so, to Sean for that. So so pretty much Shawn Michaels said everything that Triple H should have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think uh, yeah, I think it's um like I said, it it was safe for what he said, but like I said, it's a little it's it was a little too early. Because all he said was I don't want to talk about the shit that I clearly know about or have no idea about or shit I find disgusting. I just want to focus on the good product, just like the fucking Tony Khan did. Are you kidding me? He's gonna save that shit for the fucking Ariel Halawani fucking episode. That's what he's gonna save all that for. <laughs> he's gonna like, that's just gonna go through the roof. That was ridiculous. Like I said, we can't get on Tony and not get on Triple H for doing the exact same thing. But did you but, the exact same thing? But my thing with, with my thing with Tony is that it, it's it's a no story. Like you really like it's a no story. You know, you, we're, we're, we're doing, you know, you try, you know, you compare an apples with oranges because, you know, pretty much with Jericho and such as like, you really kind of sound like it's just a really horny guy. Like, you know, he was trying to get off and there's no um, legal action behind it, as opposed to what happened with Vince because and his he fucking. he told her not to do anything. Right. And they came up with the idea. They had the whole discussion, and nobody could talk about it. Right, but you know, there's not, so there's nothing that, there's not, nothing that. Of course, it's not sex trafficking and all that nonsense. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. It, it was still a situation that he didn't want, um, known. Just like Triple H or Vince didn't want known. Actually, not Triple H, but you can't act like you didn't know anything. Right. But, um, like the way he acted. Like, no, no, no. Like it, it, it's like I said, it's not like it, it, the, oh. the one thing that, that he did bother me with was that he was like, I learned about it that day. I'm like, dude, come on. You like, can't say that you already knew about it, but no. you could have like said something. I get so, that that's part. That's what I'm saying. But like I said, it was, it was still early. Good product. Yeah. Speaking of Shawn Michaels, we have two health updates going on. One of them is with his former tag team partner, Marty Jannetty. Apparently, unfortunately, uh, Marty Jannetty uh, is looking that he might have to have his leg amputated. Um, Ain't Marty Jannetty off his rockers? Off his rock. Ah, so what you did there. I saw what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, fortunately, we're hearing stories that Virgil, the former val- uh, valley, former um, bodyguard, you would say, of... Uh, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, he's recently been going through, uh, some strokes and it doesn't look good for him. So, um, our thoughts for him as well. Well, it has both the legend for me that legend has that he was still sitting on his autograph signing his day. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, regardless of that, he's going to be out there signing autographs until the end. <laughs> he don't give a shit. Um, we didn't get to speak about it, but what was your thoughts about, um, Rumble? Uh, because it, it, there was a lot that came out of it. Uh, we had Braun Breaker make his um, Rumble debut. We saw um, Jade Cargill make her debut. We saw um, Jordan Grace pop up in the Women's Royal Rumble as well. Um, Amazing. You had um, you had a, a Fatal Four Way match. You had the, um, the U.S. Title match. Which, by the way, your thoughts on your boy Logan Paul? He made it into the collection again. <laughs> It was a good ass match. <laughs> Fuck, especially the ending. The ending was one of the biggest boner killers I've ever seen in my fucking life. 
<laughs> because of all goddamn times to have a vigilant, all-seeing ref. Right now? Right fucking now with Logan Paul, he sees this? How much has the rest of Didn't... Oh. How many times has Logan used something that the refs missed? You got to be kidding me. <laughs> so... Right. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Ugh. we're having we we had an event at this on um, this bar in my neighborhood, right? Shout out to everybody who showed up. We're gonna be doing it for Mania Night One as well. I'm I'm getting that set up. So, um, listeners of the podcast, oh. you guys are gonna be able to to be able to to participate on this one. Um, we were at the event, right? And they gave us the back room and had the the big screen, had a projector screen, and we were all having a good time and such. Hearing us as loud and excited that we were for the event, they end up putting it on all the TVs at the bar. So the one match that everybody, the bar patrons were into was it was a Kevin Owens, Logan Paul match. They were really yeah, yeah. into it. And they're, you know, I'm, I'm walking around, I'm getting a drink at the bar such, and I'm just watching everybody really like looking at this match. So they, you know, one of the patrons, they asked me, they go, um, you're the one who put this together. And I go, yeah, they go, I didn't know Logan Paul wrestled. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Like he's you know, he's like he's their US champion. Really? He's actually good. And this is what I'm telling you. That is the audience that they're looking to get with Logan hey, Paul. That I audience. Know, the casual audience. Yep. That's what that's what they're getting. That's what Tony's missing, but yes, that's yeah. what we need in wrestling. Right. Uh your thoughts on Jay Cargill doing the the, the rumble? Jade did her shit and she did it right. It was a little green ish, but it wasn't AEW ish. <laughs> yeah, I think she went in, uh, knew her spots, knew what she needed to do. I like the uh, face off between her and Bianca. It was very. Uh, I can't wait for that match or yeah. those promos. I'm okay. More of the mo- more of the promos in the match. So yeah, more of the promos in the match. I like that. That you know, and- just a face off. I thought I thought that was cool. Um. Oh, yeah. I thought um, Jordan Grace did a hell of a job for that. Um, How about Bailey winning from number three with her little fine ass? Yeah, listen, I, yeah, we yeah, we popped for that. Everybody loves that. We will. Everybody was in in, in for her to win. Um, for real. I, by, by the way, I picked her as well. I, that, that was my pick. I got it. My so, <laughs> but um, I thought I thought the women's match was very very um, uh, bo- it was booked solid. It, everybody looked like the, the only one who pissed me off out of all that was Maxine Dupree. She was the only one that fucking pissed me off. That's because she sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound so, boy. She's such, she's a, a fine young lady. She really is trying, but goddamn. Yeah, that was, there. even for. She needs to be on NXT more than anybody else. Even her just going into the ring was just like, woof. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, gosh. Um, she, she's bad. Um, Like I said, we had the, we had a, we had the fatal four way, which I I I, I had oh uh, also I thought it was unpopular opinion on my behalf. I was told way wrong that it was definitely the popular opinion. The women's rumble was better than the men's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I no, I agree with that. That's the first time I think we've ever said that. And I and I had and I had and I had said that the match of the night was going to go to Owens and and Logan, and I believe it did. But although absolutely the, the fatal four way wasn't bad either. It was the first no time no in a long time. That I watched a wrestling match and it kind of reminded me of the early days of like WWF in the late 80s and early 90s or WCW because you looked at them and it was like 
they look like men wrestling. Like they're big guys and they're wrestling. It gave me low key ruthless aggression era vibes. Mm. Stars. Right. People that you feel like they can pull the trigger on at random. Because that RKO before Solo came out of nowhere, that I was, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. And I, I ain't going to lie, it was. I, it was kind of hold on ish, kind of. I know they're not going to let, let him win like that, but that phenomenal forearm with that stack, I was a little because it came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I was doing, you know, you do your two K math. He's been hit with three finishers. This is the fourth <laughs> one. No more resiliency. Hold up. Yeah, right. But or uh, has it built back up? You never know. But uh, all in all, I thought it was great. The only thing that was the downside of that, especially when it came to the men's Royal Rumble, was the fact that we got Punk injured. But Ugh. you know what? Ugh. I'm, 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 I don't mean to be that guy. I'm the biggest CM Punk fan there is, but off of Future Shock, bro, I'm losing faith. I'm sitting there thinking that at this time, I'm going, you know, I know that it's, it's happening. And, and Drew right now is selling that fucking whole, um, interaction with him greatly wearing the shirt and all that stuff. I think it's, it's great heel work by him. He's actually being, a little bit more appealing to people nowadays, especially with the heel work. Oh, Drew is the Drew is the one. Yeah. Did you, see, did you, did you hear that crowd when he beat AJ? Oh man. I um yeah. And that was one of the smoothest claymores I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it so quick. But I have to say that um I know that it's but I'm like ten percent of me is just saying, mm, that's gotta be a work. It's gotta be work because uh-uh. I really I'm, believe I'm, that some way along the line, Punk is going to fucking find a way to make his WrestleMania moment. I'm telling you. Something. Something. Saying. Either him maybe, being involved. Maybe on commentary. Maybe on commentary. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm interfering sorry, in a I'm match. Losing, I don't, I, like I said, I love CM Punk, but I'm losing faith. He keeps getting injured too quick. But I do have to say this though. Again, he went to the again. same. He went to the same doctor that uh, years ago that John Cena went to <laughs> when he got his um his tricep torn, and you know Cena was supposed to be out for six to eight, and he came back in three. Oh wait, I, that, well, that was that was the the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm not saying that Cena Punk is some Cena because we know that Cena is like fucking. He, he's a mutant, but you know who, who's not to say that we could probably see something for Punk at Mania, something. See, because I feel like this was the, the lineup for this was I had the perfect lineup for Elimination Chamber at Mania. I swear, because I swear it was going to be Rock and Roman on Elimination Chamber, CM Punk and McIntyre, and then I I don't know what was going on. It was going to be something with Cody and Seth probably, right? But, and then WrestleMania was for Punk and Seth and Cody and Roman. Yeah. So, um, speak, speaking of Cena, there is talk that there's a possibility that Cena will have a match at Mania against Dominic Mysterio. I'm for it. I'm for it because I want to see Dom beat John. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. Please give it to me. That would be hilarious. No, nah, actually, no, no. John would have to win that one. Well, but apparently what's going on is that since Brock Lesnar, who has been removed from everything in existence, uh, uh, <laughs> they removed him from the game, uh, from Supercard game. They removed him from the cover of the the game. 
of uh, WWE 2K24. There's who knows? Maybe he just went to go take a piss. Ooh, oh, I saw what you did there. I saw what you did there. Um, he's been removed. He was removed from the Rumble and uh, replaced by Braun. Came in like a fucking tank. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he he had his like, moment with Dominic. If anybody, as well. if anybody left an impression on a casual fan, Braun did. So that was the um, that was the spot in which uh, Brock was supposed to do it, which apparently would have led to a match between Dominic and um, and and, and um Lesnar. But it looks like now, um, the push would be for Cena to face Dominic at Mania. So I I, I actually I'm I'm excited for that. That's gonna be hilarious, and I need John to actually win that one. Now that I think about it, right? He, he put he put Austin over. He could beat he could beat Dom. Um, there was some um, rumors going around. Not rumors, but um, well, yeah, there's some rumors going around that Okada has made his decision on where he wants to go. Um, and it's once... gonna be with his pals in AEW. Well, um, no, it's gonna be Impact. Well. <sighs> What's what's kind of confusing about this and what's uh, puzzling is the fact that his merchandise was taken off of pro wrestling tees recently. And usually that's a big partnership with AEW, which you would think that it they could keep his gear up there. But now it seems as though that that's out the window. Um some may say that that's a possibility that he may be making a um, debut at WWE, but I, to me, I could take it or leave it. Like I don't, re- I, I don't really care at this moment in time because what is he gonna do in WWE? I don't know. Like I said, that's that's what a, it's it's Okada it, is it's not confusing. A yeah, he's I, a person. And what is he gonna do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, if it's necessary, um, I mean, there was talks that people were were saying, like, you know, um, oh man, if they put him on NXT, that's such a ridiculous thing to do. And I'm going, no, they, it's not. They did it to Nakamura, um, bro. They did it to Kevin Owens. They did it they to did Sammy. It to Hideo Itami. They did it to Hideo Itami. So. I mean, I'm ju- and I'm just saying, off rip, they better give him a mouthpiece. I just think that um, with the Nakamura um, comparison, like right now, Nakamura is chilling. Like he, he lives in the United States, he's happy. You know, he gets to surf. He gets he gets all the fly ass gear. I think, I think he's think happy. Nakamura, yeah, I think Nakamura is living life right now. I don't think he cares about the booking right now. Yeah, I think he's just he's, he's getting that money for his peoples and and his family. That's all he gives a shit about. So. It's interesting. We shall see. We'll we'll see where, where where this goes. I said if if he doesn't show up on AEW TV within the next uh, two months, he's WWE bound. Ah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. They're not just going to put him on live. The, I mean, live the mainstream TV, right? Because he has to finish his dates in, in Japan anyway. He has two more. I think he has one, two more, one more date in Japan, and then he's he's completely out. So, all right, all right. Um, speaking of, uh, possibly WWE, um, roster enhancement, I guess, uh, there is talk of maybe, um, Black and Murphy going back to WWE. You think so? Yeah, we're getting Murphy back. 
fuck black. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I'm sorry. I've needed Murphy back so bad. They fumbled the ball with Murphy. He can talk. He's Australian and he's huge. He can work. (laughs) And we did nothing with him. I thought after he beat Daniel Bryan that one time in 2019, it was going to be the start of something beautiful. It was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. That was such bullshit. Alistair Black, he wants to be spooky. I don't. Uh, he's a good worker, but his promos and I don't, I don't know what he's got going. He's gonna have to do something big for me to get back into him. I wish he would have went back to his old name. I like his old wrestling name, Tommy End. I thought that was actually pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Alistair Black is cool. Not Malachi. Not Malachi Black. No. no, no <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that 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 could be. Let's talk about that. That 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 they may make a return. So um, we shall see. And also, um, with the WWE talk as well, Brian Pillman has got a Legends deal. The announcement was made over Twitter, Twitter uh, via his daughter, and um. Uh, Good for him and the family. Uh, uh, it's grand, you know, it's it's a it's a blessing. We might not, we might now be able to see him in upcoming games and such. So, um, and uh, they'll be able to sell his Wasn't merch he again. Two K seventeen. I don't remember. Or no, it was sixteen. 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 Whichever one yeah. was with Mike was Stone Cold. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah I believe it was sixteen. Yeah. So um, now we may. I you know, distinctly remember giving him Omega's move set. Okay. Yeah, so because I, that's what it looked like to me. So yeah, so that that's a good look on that on that end. Uh, what more do I have to close out? I thought this week was like packed. Oh, WWE, WWE Speed on X, or also known as Twitter. Do you know what what that is? No. All right, so WWE is debuting a new show on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it these days, and. The concept for this is every match will last only five minutes. That's why it's called speed. Okay. Right. Cashed in on social media. Right. So um, that's going to be interesting. Like how to put together. That's going to be something almost video game. Like that's going to be kind of interesting. I can't, I I can't even say that I'm really backing this yet. I'm not sure whether or not I'm going to invest in this. I kind of want to see it too. Speaking of which, um, are you like you? You're more into playing the the older games. Are you not? Are, are you not looking forward to WWE 2K24? I might actually have to get that one. See what's what's going on because I'm still my roster. Looking at my roster right now, it's looking pretty good on 2K19. Right, I modded the fuck out of it before them servers left. I still got people that I just. I mean, I got Osprey. I got. Uh, <laughs> Carmelo Hayes, Wardlow, I got everybody I need pretty much. Yeah, they, um, and um, and I got Gunta. Stay, uh, guys who are listening, people are listening, um, just, just stay with the show. We got a big interview with one of the uh, 2K testers, uh, Jaron Walker stops in and he gives us a lowdown of what he he felt tried out with the game, and um, mm-hmm. there's some stuff going on with that. So uh, just stick around while 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 the podcast keeps running. So yeah, I'm 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 very very much. Um, I already I already put my money down for it, so I'm 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 ready for it. And I, I keep I, I like what a lot of stuff that's going on for it. Wonder how much oh, money. Oh my got. god. <laughs> <laughs> 
wonder how much money Rock put down for that match between him and Roman. Oh, please. We'll get to that in a second. That's going to be the main event, Sue. But before that, just quickly, um, Stardom has released their founder and their lead man um, from the company. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Bo, um, Rossi Ogawa was, um, was recently released. And there's a lot of conspiracy going on on why he was released. Apparently, he was working. They said that he was working in close connections with other promotions to help elevate his roster uh if you guys don't know who stardom is stardom is like the launching pad for a lot of japanese women wrestlers and they were very um many many of those who are in the company or who were who worked with the company at one time were very upset with his release but there's also some conversations saying that he may be wwe bound as well to help with that roster now yeah uh Did but you want to join the writer squad i don't know but i i, I apparently there's been some stuff and i have to do some more research about it in which i'll, I'll come back to on a later date to discuss because apparently tony khan has something to do with his firing so um, what could that little peon have to do oh yeah money never mind exactly and finally before we get to the main event uh shocking news uh out of portland oregon apparently there was a um a wrestler of years past uh, sought after and arrested for murdering his wife. Uh, the wrestler, the wrestler in question, Billy Jack Haynes from the eighties WWF era. Yikes. I've heard that name on the Jim Cornette experience. Yeah. And that's, um, woof. We're, uh, we'll, we'll get more details on that later on. Cause man, yikes. Yeah, that's that's a little. <sighs> so finally, closing up this week's uh, wrestling rundown. Uh, the Rock came back, and <laughs> do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Because it smells extra salty. <laughs> It's spicy and nonetheless. Uh Rock comes back and of course the um the fan base was not pleased. Apparently, as of this recording, uh the video of his return on from Smack on, on SmackDown was approaching uh, seven hundred thousand dislikes. So <laughs> and oh, M2 no is way. out. He is out. <laughs> Hey, no way. 700,000. Oh, my God. Not the people's champion. Yeah. No, not the rock. Yeah. Don't. Oh, they're, they're, they're rejecting the rock. I, There's I, no way. I know. It's almost like he just came in, tried to boot a fan favorite to the side like he was just that guy. Oh, wait. That's exactly what the fuck happened. Hell yeah. Rocky sucks. Rocky sucks. <laughs> Michael Cole like, made the match. He says, ridiculous. Michael Cole was like, is this the 90s again? Like, what the, What just happened here? <laughs> I heard that on commentary. <laughs> so apparently um, the backlash was so intense that leading up to the WWE WrestleMania kickoff, which was in Las Vegas, they had to call an audible. Although... It is said that this was in the works. Mm, yeah, I don't know if you can sell me on that one. Look, I would love to believe that, but when you look 
at the rock's face. That is the clearly that's clearly the face of unexpected rejection. Yeah, this whole um um build up uh, thrown together it it came out the the the, the blocks stumbling. It didn't it didn't really hit uh on all cylinders and you know, I I, I predicted it was, it was going to happen. We were going to see Rock and Roman one way or another. I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't think that it would. But you could have done it at Elimination Chamber. It was so fucking simple. Yeah, but that's not where they want the eyes at. They want the eyes on Mania. That's too where it's fucking at. bad because you just <laughs> gave a motherfucker two back-to-back Royal Rumbles. The focus is on him. Yeah. Um, and I don't even like Cody. I can't stand him. Wheat toast and wheat thins. <laughs> bland, lame. I don't like him, but doggone it, they gave it to him. I'm not watching him lose again, and I'm damn sure not watching him give it to the Rock. Right. It's no, it's it's um it's 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 almost as though that people in the back were like, oh, what what are we doing here? People what, in the what, back what, were like this. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers up. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy that just walked in here? He went on the Pat McAfee show. Join the board, and you get the you're gonna give yourself the main event. He joined, he's on the Pat McAfee show. Sit the fuck back down over there. Ex- what is wrong with you? He was explaining the uh, Cody fans and the Cody crybabies and such like that. And I'm that like, was that right there? The when he he couldn't wait to say that. That is pure saltiness. Yeah, I, the I, Cody crybabies. Yeah, he mad as fuck. He's sorry, not, buddy. This ain't 2013. Yeah, he's not. It's not the same anymore. Um, I don't see. Uh, it's not the the rock. When you, get killed, it, by, it, when you can get killed by Jinder Mahal on the <laughs> mic, you're not the same anymore. When you can get winded by doing a turnaround and a spine buster. You're done for. But, but, You're not him anymore, Dwayne. Regardless You're of what, not rock solid. Regardless of what people thought about the Cena Rock matchup, I've always said Cena buried him in every fucking promo. I thought I thought Cena oh Cena killed him. Yeah. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah. Like when cause everybody wants to talk about Cena's greatest rivalries. When you want to talk about Edge or CM Punk, we could talk about it. But no. When you say anybody says the rock, he's slaughtered him yeah definitely and he made him so mad he got embarrassed he embarrassed him so bad that he got mad should i say right so i i'm i'm um of the of the belief that they're making a sloppy grab here by trying to fix it and um right the way but i'm going on record i've I've been saying it for the while and i it's it's funny but I recently heard it on Cornette, and I'm going, Jesus Christ, why did me and this man think alike in, the, in, in such ways? Roman got to work two nights. He's going to have to. I don't, I don't see it. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It does not make fucking sense. Roman got to work tonight. Why? I tell you, it's, he's going to Roman re- has to work at Elimination Chamber. Like, that, that was, it, now, that, now it's impossible, because it, it definitely wouldn't make sense now. Because now he's on Roman's fucking side. Right. So now the match makes no sense. Because now it's probably going to be some complicated ass, either Cody versus Rock or Cody and Seth versus Rock and Roman. And then you immediately had to turn Rock heel. (laughs) That's how you know you fumbled the bag. When you have to turn the Rock 
Keith. You let him loose way too long. Let him do his own material or whoever is writing it for him. Because Jesus, Christ, he, he's not he's not funny anymore. And I think it's funny how he tries to dog Baywatch. And Baywatch was a funny ass movie with a good ass hook to it. Right. Shazam is what killed his fucking career. Shazam, not Shazam. Black Adam, I'm right. sorry, is what killed his career. Black Adam is the reason why he crawled back to WWE on all fours, begging for fucking money. You flopped. Well, you that, need you need an, you need positive attention more than ever. Well, we and now it's negative over there too. Yeah, but we can't take away that his celebrity is like supernova. We get that, but at the same time, there's talks of him just you know ready to bully his way through it. Like it's, I see. Yeah, I, and. The one thing I'm, I'm I'm liking, and I'm glad that they're doing it. And once again, guys, guys who listen to the podcast, and if you're if you're part of the, the Facebook group page, I'm gonna start sharing my story that I did in 2021 because that's as far back as I remember when there was talks of the the company being sold. I had put together a TikTok series which I stopped, but I still have my my um my notes that I put together. It was a long story arc. Which was going to be a buildup for um a of a, a show a showdown on WrestleMania, which would have been between Triple H and The Rock, but not them wrestling, but having representatives wrestle because it was a power struggle. And I think this is what they're dropping seeds of right now. That's going to happen after Mania, which is there will be a power struggle between Triple H and The Rock. Hmm, authority struggle, right? And who's going to be the weasel for who? Right. Because so, we got two GMs. Exactly. So I think that... Um, and that, Paul Heyman. But continue. And, and with that, I believe that Paul Heyman will leave Roman. I believe he's going to turn. And he's going to bring in his new client. And his new client is going to be Braun Breaker. Truly, the replacement for Brock. That's my um. That's my that's that's my prediction. That and, and uh, I, I I I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's the word. The ass replacement for Brock. But you, you think about Brock it. Um, how, how how do you think this is going to play out leading to to Mania? Like how this is going to go? I honestly don't know because like, who do you think is going to qualify for the elimination chamber for one? Because what the fuck do you think Seth is going to do at Mania? Um, I think he's facing Drew. It can't be. Not again. Yeah, I think he's gonna face Drew. And what? um I think that's gonna He's lost three fucking times, has he? Yeah, but I think that something will go down in this where this is what I said. If Drew wins the elimination chamber, he's gotta beat Seth. But and this is what I'm telling you. I think this is where Punk is gonna have his moment. I really do, because he'll some way get involved in this. And they're not, they can't, they're, but they screw McIntyre again. Why? Damien is going to cash in. Makes sense. Now and, that makes sense. And the reason why now, I'm saying see, Damien now cash, we're cooking. Now the reason why I say Damien, if he doesn't cash in, if he doesn't cash in on Mania, he's going to cash in on Raw. Why? Because they're in Philly. Philly is basically the the sixth borough of fucking New York City, and that's where Damien is from. So he's going to get a big pop. Okay, okay, they're cooking, they're cooking. That's my that's I my thought man, about. I that. would like to see Mania though. Yeah. What would happen if he did it before Mania? Oh. Literally like a week before. 
Wow, that, that and that would throw a monkey wrench in a lot of shit. Holy fuck, that would be amazing. Yeah, that 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 definitely would throw a monkey wrench and all that. But um, and he, but he could do because what he could do is he cash in, beat Seth the back that he definitely's got a Miss Mania. So Drew or whoever wins still gets that match. Drew Drew versus Damian for the world title. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Then they, on the other side, we were having Rhea versus Nia Jax at uh, Elimination Chamber. But who's Rhea gonna face at Mania? I think it's Becky. I think so too. I think that's going to be Becky. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Because nobody else really can. Who who's going to be Bianca? Um, nah, nah, I don't see that happening. Nah. What if Bianca is Jade's debut match at Mania? That would be interesting. I would accept that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, I, I I would like to see that's where she, her launching pad would be at. I would like to see, like you said, the exchange between the two, how that's going to occur. Um, that's going to be crazy. But still, I I'm I I'm excited. I you know what I told somebody. I asked, somebody was we were we were um messaging and he, you know, he was like, "Wow, you're such a mark." And I go, "I know," and I'm happy for it. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be worked. That it, this is. This is my thought. Like, I want to be worked. I want. I want to be lied to. Exactly. Yes. This. I, I don't want to. I don't want to know I'm being lied to. I want to be so convinced. I want to be so convinced that this isn't a lie. That, you know. Yeah. Give me. Give me. Give me my childhood again, just for a moment. I don't want to know too much. Just give me my moment and let me be worked. That is why I. That's that's how I do. That's why uh, my wrestling standards are like that. Like my match standards. That's exactly why. I just I just don't want to see cooperation. Am I asking so damn much? <laughs> Am I asking so damn much just for y'all to act like it's a fight, not a skit, not a, something me and my little brother and the homies can go and do on the trampoline, screwing around and recording ourselves. I don't like. Come on. I want so I want to see something that oh I'm, I'm gonna steal that one day you know I, mean, I want to see something like that right not something that oh uh, that that looks ridiculous but golly it was cool look at all those flips <laughs> the trampoline <What>? matches <laughs> like literally or not or just what I really hate if you're a big man and all you do is club <laughs> you have just no club. moves or no slams. You that, can't even do a spine buster. You got to get out the ring. That's the um. That's that's that that throwback mentality. That's that uh. When you the work beers when you were you today nineteen eighties J- Japanese wrestling um American guy go over that way kind of shit. It, it definitely still happens today. That was that that all I think about is beer. <laughs> it's beer. <laughs> what does fuck does beer do? Even Omar started doing something right. But um, as always, thanks again for your time, brother. Let everybody know where they can get you at, um, and um, what what you got upcoming for for your for your socials. All righty, well, mainstream is going to be on TikTok at Reality of Wrestling. You got me, boy Marquise Maverick, where we just give you the reality of wrestling. I like my wrestling to look real. I know it's fake. I don't care if you don't like my standards. Get off my page. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also have a YouTube channel called 2K of Politics. I need to get back on that because I need some full videos. Plus, I need to get my 
YouTube fam up there. I keep getting more and more subscribers from just old content, and y'all need some more. So I got a million ideas I can do for that. What we should do is, Nate, I should just go through my uh, collection, and we could talk about my top, I have to count them, my top whatever elimination chambers, because I have a bunch of them saved. Oh, I have cool. all the good ones saved, should I say. Yeah, let's do that, because actually um, I, I learned some stuff about um, transformative um, content, so we could do that on YouTube, and we actually could show, you know, show some clips of the videos of, of the matches and stuff and talk through it. On that, on that, I've learned on social media the standards for, like, using clips. Right. The clips can't be, like, more than five seconds. <laughs> Anything no. more than, like, five seconds each clip, you're getting demo- you're getting muted or some shit. But, but if you're if transformative, meaning that if you take the content and make it your own, meaning that you're just not streaming, like, the match itself, like, you're owning it, but if you're doing commentary over it, it's allowed. I, I hope so. I don't. Don't worry. I'll be yeah, the one that I, takes I the hit. Like, <laughs> I'll be the one that takes the hit. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll check it out. But thanks again for your time, brother man. And uh, make sure make sure those, those donkeys get fed, bro. Oh, they always get fed. <laughs> they, they, they eat. They eat better than you and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, gourmet. All right, brother. <laughs> thanks again, bro. Anytime, man. All right. Guys, when we come back, like I mentioned before, we're going to have a conversation with our boy uh, uh, who who went out there and did his testing of the WWE 2K24, which I am very much excited for. Uh, it's going to be, um, I'm like, I, I'm like a kid waiting for Christmas when it's coming for this game. And mind you, I didn't even get to finish what I did in 2K23. But now that I got a PS portal and with this, uh, the, the way that this game is looking so far, oh, I'm I'm gonna be invested. So, guys, stick around. Jaron Walker uh, stops by and gives us uh, the lowdown of what he uh, worked with with at the um, 2K site. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Much to talk about. See you guys in a sec. Go and check out Turnbuckle Tabloid, man. Check out the wrestling podcast from the homie. Keeping it 5150 from New York City. All- We're back, ladies and gentlemen, for your favorite segment and mine. You know, the one that talks about the devious and debauchery that goes on inside and outside the ring. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Hell of the Week. Uh, Coming in at the number three spot, uh, uh, Tony, Tony Khan, your big announcements are just not big at all. So much so that you're blatantly telling everybody what it is that you're doing before the announcement happens. Seeing as though that, uh, yeah, on your ex Twitter post, the announcement came out before you were able to share it on Dynamite. And yeah, we get it. Big business is going to be about Mercedes Monet. We got it. So much so that. In your Titan Trons, or your screens, whatever you guys call it, Boston is spelled B-O-S-S-T-O-N. Eh? Eh? You get it? You get it? I really have to see what those ticket sales look like. He really is going to believe that it's going to be just as big as Punk. So sad. Coming in at number two, 
WWE creative. Listen, you can backpedal. You can say what you want. You can even glorify the fact that you... Yeah, we meant to do this. This is what we wanted. We wanted to get this backlash. We wanted to get the feeling from the fans. No, this rock announcement is atrocious. And you fell on your face. Didn't realize that you were going to get such a push from the fan base on a negative, uh, negative side. That um, yeah, it's 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 now time to put something together to formulate. So what do you do? <laughs> you turn Rock heel and side him with Roman. Why? What are you doing? What are you guys doing? And at the number one spot, Anthem. Talk about people and asking, what are you doing? You get rid of Scott DeMore? I mean, this guy's been a loyal soldier for you guys for many, many years. He's been able to bring talent in from hella high water. He's been able to keep creative going, keeping it fresh. Having people still talk about TNA Impact through all these years. We've often said that you know TNA will be the promotion that survives after, after nuclear holocaust. But it was because of him. Scott DeMore actually was the heart of that company for many years. And you get rid of him because... Basically, you have other agendas to do where you want to put us your finger on what you believe is wrestling. Yeah, we've seen that happen to before, ladies and gentlemen. That was called WCW late 1990s, early 2000s. Yes, that's when uh, uh, AOL Time Warner uh, bought into We Can Fix WCW. And end up selling to Vince for pennies on a dollar well Anthem it's bad enough that we can buy, barely find you now these but uh, it's only going to be worse now that we might see a mass exodus when it comes to your roster but with that being said Anthem you are this week's heel of the week ha <laughs> I wonder who's going to be looking to snatch him up. Please don't. Please, Tony. If you really like the company, just make it all. This is the absolute Chris Cage, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. because this is around a time of year in which uh, we get our announcements especially when it comes to the announcements that we get when it comes to wwe games and uh, i've been a, i've been a, a, a wrestling fan for a long time but i'm not quite sure what my first love was in the beginning was it wrestling or was it video games uh we're here with uh jaron walker here and um he's a he has a little insight on both things on wrestling and on video games what was your first love 
Nah, so yeah, my first love was definitely wrestling. I mean, I'm honestly outside of like the WWE games. I don't know if I play like too much, which is weird because I feel like you automatically think you know doing what I do, I play like a whole bunch of games. And, and I mean, I, I played stuff here and there, but I definitely, I definitely fell in love with wrestling uh, way, way, way before uh, video games. Who was your Who was your your wrestler uh, when you were coming up? Who was your fave at the time? I mean, John Cena's, I feel like every kid's answer growing up in the in the in the late two thousands, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I mean that that's just normal. But other than him, it's gotta be Jeff Hardy. Hundred percent. I, I was a I was a Jeff Hardy fanboy growing up. Um it was right around the time I started watching like maybe like a year before he won the world title. Um so it was just cool seeing that that come up for him. Uh yeah, that that was definitely uh John Cena's number one, Hardy's definitely number two for sure. Mike, did 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 you used to paint your face like Jeff Hardy as well? Or did you do that, Mike? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to have the uh, the armbands like little holes in them. I used to, uh, with, like, uh, yeah, man. I was wearing those to school and shit. I don't even know why. To school? Uh huh. <laughs> I know. So you mean to tell me like you would take like your 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 sisters or your mom's like nylon stockings and cut finger holes in it? <laughs> Nah, they they sold they sold them. It was the it was merchandise. You could put them on your arms. They had the little you know holes in it with the whatever. Hey, listen, but, I wasn't judging. I wasn't judging. That's okay. Hey, you know, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I I can tell you what I did with other you know with nylons and stockings at one other time, but that was in okay. that, was, that, that was in college. That was a long story. <laughs> in college, four scores ago. But mm. uh, uh it, it seems as though that um. It is it is the wrestling that ties us together, but it's also uh, video games that also bring us uh, together as well in this this world of geekdom. Um, early on, what was your 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 favorite video games to play when you when you started gaming? Well, the PlayStation Two was my first console that I really like played mm-hmm. things on consistently. Um, obviously, you know they had the wrestling games, but there was stuff like Mega Man. Uh, there's a couple Pac Man games. Pac Man World Two is my favorite video game. Of all time, it's a little platformer. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean stuff like that. I mean the PlayStation Two. I still have it. I still have it. It's not. It's not here, but I still have it uh, back at the office where I record and stuff like that. Best console of all time, hands down, hands down. Okay. I've still uh, the SpongeBob games, Madagascar game, just little things. You know, what I'm saying Cat in the Hat. I got these little like movie franchise games I used to play when I was a kid. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that, that was funny. my whole childhood. It's funny because I would have figured you as an Xbox kid. I would have thought that you were Halo kind of guy. Like, I, so so once the 360 came around, I started getting into Call of Duty on on the 360. Black Ops Two through like, oof, uh, I want to say like Advanced Warfare. That that was a big Call of Duty kid. Once the 360 came came out, Mike, were you early on? You Mike is more of a, a Nintendo Wii guy. I I know oh. you're a Wii kid. Well, my first console was the Nintendo 64, so I had Super Mario 64, the Mario parties, all the other early stuff. And it's funny you mentioned the Xbox, because I had an Xbox, because I figured, oh, I'd be friends with my classmates, now they're all assholes. So I completely, I traded my Xbox for uh, PS3, but I had the PlayStation 2 for the longest. And funny enough, I was just playing it recently, because I was like so bored. I was like, let me play SmackDown, shut your mouth for a little bit. So I still pointed that from time to time, but yeah, I did. Ha- I, I'm through through a Nintendo guy, so I had the 64, the GameCube, and the Wii, of course. Thank, thank God I didn't throw my remote at the TV, which was very fu- <laughs> was was very funny visuals on YouTube to see people throwing the stupid remote at the TV. But yeah, yeah, I I too I was big and heavy with the PS2. You you might 
you might have a point with saying that that was the um the console of all consoles like i um as i i as i've been um going down memory lane and i have emulators now you know i have a handheld emulator um it's um it it makes me nostalgic about those days of, of you know the playstation 2 and how it elevated it when you were when you were um first getting into video gaming and such like that um what was it that that really was the appeal to uh to playing a game because like for me i was into sports but i also like to get more into the adventure side scrollers the metrovania kind of games what was the kind of games that you uh were more geared to so honestly i think uh growing up i had a lot of fun playing games with my mom specifically she would she would be on the playstation 2 with me uh we we that pac-man game i was talking about we played it together like we would literally like take turns Mm. in the level and then once um once I got a DS, Nintendo DS, mm. the Mario Brothers game that they had on there, um, me and her were going back and forth trading levels there. Those are like the fondest memories I have, especially like, you know, gaming as a kid. Uh, you know, the, I didn't even have a memory card back then, so we literally have to leave the PlayStation on all night. Right. So 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 it wouldn't uh, you know, uh, lose our progress or whatever. But but yeah, no, my mom definitely I have a lot of fond memories with her playing playing the games when I was a kid. That's awesome. And people tend to forget that that's where the opening relationships between um, kids and their parents is through video games you know it's, it's never about you know discussing life and stuff it's like let's let's beat mario let's get to uh uh, uh let's get through world one and four at the same time let's let, let's do the level mm-hmm. skips that's how that happens mike when you when you were when you were coming up and um you were getting into your your wrestling games. Like, what was like the big first game that you played as a, for wrestling? Mm, uh, first wrestling game I think I had was was SmackDown uh, Shut Your Mouth for the PlayStation Two, and then from and the funny thing was I skipped the whole Here Comes the Pain game and then went straight to SVR. So oh, okay, I had SmackDown for the longest time. And then as I as I kept because every year I would go to the Toys R Us store and get your SVR 06, 07, 08, 09. But every year, every time, um, and and then eventually I went back. I got Here Comes the Pain and I got the SmackDown Just Burger games. And holy shit! I mean, Here Comes the Pain is really good, but those SVR the title games. I, I every year I'll go and get those nonstop. It was always every October too. Every release date was the same. As the as the elder statesman in this room, I have to say that I've had my fair share of video <laughs> games, and most of them were let's just say garbage. They were so trash when they came <laughs> to that. Uh, there was some, you know, the um, the fire pros were always on point uh, when it came to having a a close to feel of a real wrestling experience uh there was one that in my generation a matter of fact it was on the ps2 as well it was called victory pro victory pro wrestling is mm. actually a real good one as well i think they were signed from the same developers of fire pro uh but i think the you know of course the, the goat is basically in my opinion the no mercies definitely it's like i had that as well yeah the storylines is there but then when you see the progression that comes from year to year for how wrestling developed in the video game genre, we got to see that they were more, a little bit more, um, I would say, accurate to the, the 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 production and the creativity of wrestling as a whole. Uh, 
what you think what you think uh Jaren, about the um the whole progression of the early stages of wrestling of what it's come to now man i mean i feel like it's a lot different nowadays just because they're not really trying to protect uh the illusion of wrestling being real anymore. You know what I mean? Like back, back in like the eighties, you could sit there and, and just punch each other for 20 minutes and do some bear hugs. People be like, yo, cause they're thinking it's a real fight. You know what I mean? But now, nowadays when you got people who, you know, don't, uh, who know pretty much everybody that watches wrestling nowadays knows, um, you know, that's predetermined or whatever. I think the, the style now is more, you know, let's do the most impressive choreography that we can. And I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing. But it definitely, um, I feel like, maybe gets a little more dangerous because now a lot of people are worried about having moments that, you know, could result in, in seriously hurting themselves rather than, you know, trying to build up, um, you know, story progressions in a match. I feel like, I mean, you still, you still get a, a good mix nowadays, but I feel like you see more of that in wrestling now where it's, um, where it's you know, who, who can do the coolest moves nowadays, you know what I mean? Which I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate. I just, uh, it's just more prevalent now. We don't hear you, Jack. Oh, it's it been from, yeah, there we go. Um, sorry. I had the cough button. <laughs> so, you know, um, there's this certain, you know, get off my lawn kind of wrestling fans who, uh, have this days of your feeling of, of, uh, the, the the modern day wrestling is now more of like how you would look at video game wrestling, and that's you know there's no legit finishers anymore. You 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 can spam finishers. You can start the match with five finishers already. You're not building up to it. You know everybody's kicking out of uh, uh out of Canadian destroyers these days or DDTs and pile drivers at one at one. Oh yeah. What was it? We saw Hook versus Samoa Joe, and he kicked out of the Muscle Buster at one. I was like, "What?" Resiliency. I was like, "What are we doing yeah. here?" So uh, I, I think that we're getting that feeling that um, maybe they're, like you said, the, the choreography, or maybe the the, the moments are there. Uh, do Do you think, uh, Jaron, that in, in wrestling that we could still get that same sentiment that we used to watch wrestling as a kid? You think that it could come back? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of storylines that have happened, you know, recently in WWE and AEW that I feel like um, cause it's just like watching any other TV show. You know what I mean? Like, even though you know that uh, it's scripted, it doesn't you know necessarily have to take away from your enjoyment of the story that they're building. I mean, especially the stuff with the um, the bloodline stuff that happened last year with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn and. Uh, you know, the whole Hangman Page storyline in AEW, the whole MGF Adam Cole thing in AEW. I think, obviously, the whole, you know, the matches are important, but I think just when you are emotionally invested in whatever match you're seeing as well, I think that elevates it 10 times more rather than you just seeing two wrestlers that you know are going to, you know, probably put on a good match when there's a, a motive behind it, like a reason behind it, a, a feeling behind it. I feel like that that restores that feeling uh, in, a, in a long-term wrestling fan, for sure. Uh, outside of wrestling, is there any other video game that's like gave you the feels like you've like been in a wrestling match or played through something that was epic? Like for me, the last game that I played that really had me connected with it was Ghost of Tsushima. That oh, game wow. was epic all across the board. Like I, 
had me on my highs and the lows and the gameplay itself and the storytelling was phenomenal is, is there any game that you've like had a connection with as well like that I don't see connection might be might be a weird word to put it because I feel like I I really I really enjoyed the last because when you said that the games that came into my mind were the last two Resident Evil games mm. I really enjoyed Ooh. playing those just the story of um of Ethan the new guy those last two games were really were I was so I think that was the most invested I've been in the game in a long time uh that and High on Life as well I don't know if either of y'all played that oh okay but, yeah yeah the guy from um uh, that I think made Rick and Morty made uh made that game so funny. Just, I, it's very hard for me to get invested in certain games nowadays because I just feel like a lot of them, like the lines are blurred between like you know making things uh, feel different than other games. But but Resident Evil and High on Life, those are two of my favorite franchises as of late for sure. Mike, have you been investing in games these days? Like, have you um, been able to to to, to sit down and get into a, a nice grind? Not really. I mean, to be honest with you, the only game I've ever completed, like one hundred percent, is fucking. Uh, South Park fract- Fractured Butthole. <laughs> That's a game I, I wanted to complete because I played like your GTAs, your mm. Marios. And I try to complete them all, but eventually, after say like five hours, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't. I'm not sitting here forever. I do enjoy going on YouTube and watching people play like your Legend of Zelda's, your, your GTAs, because and even I will say the one game series I hate. I I hate Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Watching people play what? that shit. Wow. I can't. It, the story is too complex. It's so stupid. It just it, the only attraction is just to go into the world. Honestly, for, and that's the only appeal to me. Don't let don't let brother AJ hear that because he'll he'll come at you. Fuck for Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> the story is stupid. The gameplay is fine, but the story is so stupid. But I can't find. I can't sit. I can't find myself sitting and playing a game like. like for hours and hours at a time anymore. The only time really is like for any sports games and the WWE games. I um I have this thing like called responsibilities these days. Like I mean, come on, I mean, being an adult, Same. right? Like being yeah. an adult, right? So uh, right. these day and age, I find myself when I'm playing a game, I um I actually take the difficulty and put it to easy because all I really want to know is just the story and what I'm playing through. You know, I want to give that sense of playing it. That 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 you was. I don't care. I don't have time to be sitting there fighting the same fucking boss for three hours. I'm not. No, let's get it. Let's get across. I gotta. I got shit to do. I got dinner to cook. I got a child to help with their homework. Like, I mean, come on. Let me at least. You know, if I'm playing cyberpunk, I, I could uh, hack the fucking computer in and in, in three seconds rather than fucking three minutes. Let's get it. Let's get it over with. But um. So I, 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 I found that I actually found more enjoyment with doing that. Uh, Jaren, do you feel as though that this day and age with video gaming, as with wrestling, are we progressing to something where um, even when it comes to because everybody used to love the multiplayer, but are we progressing to come back to the one player uh, kind of, of, of adventures or, or uh, um, gaming that we had from, from years ago? I mean, everybody's different. I mean, like personally, I would love playing more single player games. I mean, multiplayer is fun, but I feel like there's so many, you know, so many things you can do with that. I mean, how many, how many shooters can we play anymore? You know, online, how many, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's like, this, it's I feel like I'm playing the same game over and over. Again. I'm just spending a bunch of money to play the same game. So when you get stuff like you said, Ghost of Tsushima and I, you know, I brought up the Resident Evil series earlier. I mean, them story mode games. Um, I feel like people haven't been cashing in on those as much lately. I think, I think there's a big market for it still. Absolutely. What's your um? What's your outlook for um the next gen consoles? Like, what do you, 
what do you see will be the the biggest like advantage of just happening? I mean, we're just testing the water with like the Xbox Series X's and the PS5s, like, it, mm. and we're already discussing what the PS6 will look like or some shit like that. Like, what oh, what, what what's the um what what what's the next thing that we're seeing? Is AI going to be like a big thing to, that plays a part in this? It could be that. I, I feel like uh, you know, virtual reality has gotten kind of gone up and down in terms of popularity as well. But I think a lot of games. Um, might start utilizing that as well. Like you get to actually be in it and like experience. Like no matter what game it is, I think more games will probably start utilizing that. Um, I think that would be a good experience personally. I haven't actually, I've, I've never used really uh, virtual reality that much. But if you if you put one on and you said, hey, play whatever game, even a wrestling game, I think that would be sick. First person in a wrestling game with some virtual reality, I think that would go hard. Um, that's just my that's kind of my 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 hope and kind of my wishes. But in terms of where I actually think it's gonna, I have no idea. I mean. You already see like, uh, like the graphics in these new games. I mean, they, they look unbelievably real. Uh, I don't know how much more real we can make things look, but I think I think <laughs> I think we go test them limits in the next few years. Well, it was funny because I went, when when watching the commercial for the WWE Two K Twenty Four, you saw mm. the AI of Stone Cold. You saw the AI of Hogan. Yeah, uh, very yeah. scary. It yeah, was, it, didn't, it didn't look too good. Yeah, yeah. Mike gives you, especially the Undertaker one, will give you some nightmares. Yeah, it was kind. Of, yeah, like I said, it didn't look. It looked um like a half baked version of a bad Disney movie. Like it just looked like something was a tinge off. Mm, yeah. Um But like I said, this is like the the early stages of it. Which you being a tester and such. Is are we seeing that with the with the new series? Is that playing a little bit more into into the 2K series? You talking about AI? Yeah. No, nah, I, I mean, I think they just tried to make the the uh, commercial the seem like those wrestlers were actually doing it rather oh, okay. than like the... Yeah, I think that was more of a commercial Thank thing. I don't, I don't, God. Yeah, I mean, the, the experience <laughs> that I had playing it, it's not really... It's not too much AI uh, kind of involved. I mean, I, the, the trailer, though... I, yeah, no, I get the fear from the from the trail. Yeah, that, now, the, the Hogan, the Hogan and Austin one for me that those looked unbelievable. Oh my god, that looked more like uh, a nightmare than a dream for anybody to get. It was it was mm. horrific. Uh, Even an AI version, Hogan had more hair than he does in real life. He looked like a legit hot dog. He looked like he did. Yeah, he looked, like, he looked like a hot dog. Looked like a hot dog. Um, mm. Jeremy, how did you get into testing? Um, so. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, the content that I do and everything, um, I've been fortunate enough just for 2K to kind of have a relationship with me and just a lot of other YouTubers that play the game. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, been doing, you know, wrestling game videos for, I think, like 10 years now or, or, you know, at least like seven, eight years. So I think just the more and more that my numbers have gone up over the years, the more they kind of started to... Um, you know, recognize me and, 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 you know, fly me and a bunch of other YouTubers out as well to start playing these games. I, th- I think that's the thing I appreciate about 2K is that they take uh, our feedback very seriously because we're the kind of the ones, I mean, we're, we're free advertisement mm. for, you know, these games every single year. You know what I mean? So I think if, if we're not satisfied, then there's a serious problem. So I think they want to take as many, you know, creators opinions possible and, um, you know, use that to improve the game and, you know, to having conversations about, you know, what can be improved upon. Because I feel like in, in, in any video game fan base, there's just a bunch of people that just, like, want everything. You know, you can't, you can't have everything, but, you know, it's, especially because I'm not a game developer. I can't sit here and tell you how to make something better, but, you know, um, 
but you know, I can give my my feedback and just what I think should be improved upon and stuff like that. And I think that that's what they fly us out for is to just kind of say, hey, play this. Is there anything wrong? Are you seeing something that we're not seeing? Um, but yeah, yeah, I was actually just in Tampa uh, last week. Was the Rumble last week? Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a week removed. Oh yeah, one yeah, one week today. That's or yesterday. Um, yeah. And yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I got to play with a very small build. I think I'm going to be able to play with a full build uh, a little later on uh, in the month. But um, but yeah, I mean, everything everything's been good so far in terms of that. But just to go back to the original question, I, I actually got contacted because they saw my TikTok page. They saw me posting the 2K uh, clips on TikTok, and I told them everything else that I was doing, like with YouTube and Twitch, and they were like, oh. And then they, that's when they started kind of really getting involved with me. Um, so yeah, what was the um? Because you said you've been you've been um, streaming and reviewing and playing games for wrestling on YouTube for some time. What was the first uh, wrestling game that you 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 were streaming and playing first? Uh, well, I've been, I've been playing wrestling video games. Oh man, since like SmackDown versus Raw two thousand eight. I think that was my first one, and I've gone back and played a, a couple of the older ones too. But something when I first started actually making the content, I want to say two K fifteen. W2K15 was my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I've been I've been going hard with it. I've been going, you know, every day, almost every day now for uh, for all those years, seven something years. So, you know, I, it, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of work, but it's you know, it's paid off. It's paid off. It, it has to be because you know, it, it, were you able to like to be one of those early on to jump on the um, the streaming uh, the wrestling games at that time? Well, streaming, no, I feel like a lot of people were doing, like, the whole gameplay stuff that I was doing originally, um, but no, I didn't really get into streaming, I want to say, until maybe, like, 2019, 2020, I was very late, I was very late on that, um, yeah, I wish I had gotten on that train earlier, I used to literally record my videos through the Twitch app on Xbox, and then I would upload those videos to YouTube, that's literally how I recorded, because I didn't have a way to record it myself, but, um, but yeah, in terms of actually like trying to get like streaming numbers up, no, I, I, I was a late bloomer on that one. Yeah, I always tell people I I I, I may be late to the party, but when I get there, I turn it up. Mm. <laughs> I always turn up. Mm. Um, Mike, you have any questions for him? Yeah, I was gonna say because the first time like I was introduced to you was for during a heel turn, and and there's, right. there's a, and there's a funny story about that, but we'll get to that later if you want. Sure. But. When I started seeing your content and I started noticing that you were at the 2K events, I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's really impressive. Because <laughs> I, I assume they reach out to you, they give you an email. They, they, like, as far as, like, travel and that stuff, like, that's all on you, right? Or do they, is it all pay expenses? No, no, they, they hook it up. They hook it up with the flight, the hotel, uh, even, like, the Uber vouchers to get to the airport and stuff like that. No, they hook it up. They hook it up. It's, I'm, I'm very fortunate. And you were able to go to the Rumble, too, because of 2K? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they uh they got us tickets to the event. I think last year I went last year uh to the Rumble uh in San Antonio. They had us in a in a press box. Um, this year was on the floor, which is pretty cool. So they yeah, the, we we got the we got the hookup this year. Yeah, and, and for anybody that's listening to this now, there's content going on your channel as of now, right? Oh yeah, for, uh, for the capture. Yep, yep, I'm, I'm I'm doing an every other day schedule now. But I got a, I got a couple more two K twenty video two K twenty four videos uh, still in the vault that are coming out uh, in the next couple of days. So when it comes to this year's game, is there anything you can tell us that like what was your first impressions? Um. So again, I had a very very small build for the for the Tampa event. Uh, we I got to play the ambulance match. They added an ambulance match in the game. 
um, the new backstage brawl that they had, and we got to play a little Royal Rumble too. I, it's a, it feels a lot smoother. Like I think they have added, and just from the stuff that I know that's going to be in the the full build of the game, like they had a special guest referee back and everything, and uh, a casket match, and uh, the showcase mode with all the WrestleMania, the old WrestleMania matches in it. Um, it. Just for me playing what I did play, it feels a lot smoother. A lot more new additions into the game. Like they have like the the trading blows mini game where like you instead of like they used to have chain wrestling where I think if you lock up at the same time you get to like you know do different uh you know holds uh going back and forth but now they have the little trading blows thing where you can literally go like the yeah boo yeah boo punch back thing uh that that's very cool blood like it's you know it, it uh it, first of all you get gushing blood when 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 somebody gets busted open now which is awesome and then it, right. if they go face down on the mat it stains the mat. Like you literally get blood stains on the canvas, which I think is awesome. So, um, just little things like that, and, and that's what I love about the games. It's like little, it's like a little like tweaks just to make things better. Because I feel like the way that things are, or and have been, haven't necessarily been, you know, bad. I think because pe- whenever a new game comes out, people expect it to look different every year. You know what I mean? Like they expect it to be a completely new graphics wise. And I, I never really cared about that, but just the little tweaks and the little things to you know, improve upon. Cause there's a lot of flaws in, you know, previous games as well. But, um, uh, what I, from what I played, it's, it's looking pretty good. I'm very excited for, to, to play the full build of it. Uh, I think we can honestly say 20 was probably the worst one they did so far. So, I mean, listen, I had to play that game for two and a half years on the channel. Cause mm. they didn't make a 2k 21. It was so bad that they skipped 2k 21 and mm. they went to 2K 22. But, um, I'm trying to think, is it the, yeah, I think it might be the worst performance wise. I just think that the chaotic nature of it kind of made it a little entertaining. So I, I have a little bit of a soft spot for 2K20. But, um, but yeah, I, I, if, if you call it the worst, I wouldn't disagree with you. I wouldn't disagree with you at no, all. Actually, the yeah. worst was the, um, the Switch version. What was it of, of 19, was it? Oh, 2K18. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I begged Nintendo to give me my money back. I, I was, I, I was livid. Um, did did you ever uh, hear anything of or the what and the why? Why were, there was never any patches uh, to fix or anything? No. So so I honestly really got, I honestly got involved with 2K during the 2K20 era. I didn't really do anything with them for 18 and 19, but I have seen exactly what you're talking about. I've, I've seen the I've seen Nintendo Switch uh, 2K18 gameplay. I, I don't even know why the hell they released that game. Oh. It was not done. It was not ready. Uh, and I don't, that's why I don't think they made another one for the Nintendo Switch since then. Uh, yeah. My yeah. friend purchased it, and he said it because he, he, he thought it was going to be cheaper and like more better than the PS uh, version and the Xbox. He he couldn't he couldn't stop bitching to me for months. Oh, he, he lost. He couldn't get a refund. He was screwed. Yeah, I I I I I bashed him on Twitter. I I I was livid. I I I I, I couldn't get it. I was like, how how could you do this to the people? This is ridiculous. <laughs> How could you awesome. do this? Uh, yeah. The other thing that I that I I've often admired, but I'm just upset that we don't get to see it on consoles so much, is the modding. The modding is just exceptional, mm. exceptional when you see it on PCs. Um, and they they have opened the door a little bit more when it comes to the, the, the creator wrestlers and such like that, where the mods have been sliding in a little bit more. Um, are, are we going to see that on 2K24 this year, where they're still going to allow a little bit of that? I mean, I hope so. Um, I think they they did something 
I want to say maybe like two, three months ago, where they completely like blocked uh, certain mods off of the game, right. which people got very, very upset about, myself included, because I mean, there's a lot of things that, um, I mean, these, these modders work hard. I mean, a lot of modders on the game, so I mean, you really only see it on PC, but they work incredibly hard to do what they do, and I think you know them getting cut off by 2K was kind of was kind of a shady move. But I do think they're they're open to ideas and i think maybe they'll eventually my hope is that they'll reach out and kind of have a relationship with certain you know people who do mod the game to kind of um get tips on from them and advice on just maybe what uh they can do to kind of improve on the game so that way maybe modding won't be necessary for certain things but you know um i personally i, I gotta wait to play the full build to see you know the the full uh what's the word i'm looking for limitations of what what can happen with this game now some are some are saying that this might be just a uh, fresh coat of paint is uh the, the game that is just like well they're still working on the same build from uh 23 and 22 um are we seeing a revamp here are we seeing a a a not say a different a, a different coat of paint but actually some kind of of next uh innovation in in, in the gameplay here so yeah, I, I feel like when 2K22 came out, that was kind of just like the floor for what they wanted to do with you know the new revamped kind of um, engine for the game. So you've seen you know 23. I mean, it was just, uh, 22, but improved upon this year. I mean, they took everything from previous years and they improved upon that. And I think they're just going to keep building and building every year. Like you see now, the new additions of the ramp camera. Like you can literally switch the camera angle to be facing the ramp um you can literally go into spectator mode so if you're not playing the game you're just watching them like fight you can literally like free cam uh and just like, kind of move the camera around to follow everybody that's you know uh that's competing with so i think you're just gonna see more improvements rather than just like a complete overhaul i mean at least at least for now you're just gonna you're gonna see the, you know them building and building and building just with new features and new improvements to the game because i think they have a bunch of ideas um but you know things just take time so i think we're going to see more and more just as the years go on uh yeah what's been the um your 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 favorite uh area of 2k24 so far um something that maybe they've revamped or something that you've enjoyed playing before and now they've actually took it up another notch like uh what would like what area have you been you've been focusing on i think the the animations are a lot smoother uh, that's kind of been my favorite thing about it. I think uh, it, there was a lot of times, you know, in the last couple of games, I mean, well, every year where, you know, you try to do a move and either you just completely miss, <laughs> you know, unnecessarily, yeah. or it just kind of like looks sloppy or just, you know, um, there's a whole bunch of things that aren't really taken into consideration. But now I think things are a little more realistic. Um, like say, I, for the, for example, this year, if you are in like a multi-man match and there's two people on the outside of the ring, and you're on the inside, and you're going to dive to the outside, both people get knocked down, or oh, okay. everything knocked down, rather than, like, you know, one person or nobody falling down. It's, like, little things like that. I think uh, the the um, the realism is a lot more prevalent there, uh, which, I'm, I mean, I can't wait to see stuff that I haven't even experienced yet, you know, as, as the game uh, comes out, just because I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface yet with the, the gameplay that I've done so far. Well, you know, clearly the... Um the bastard uh, 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 game part uh, mode in which that people have their 
love hate but more hate for is the my faction are they doing anything there to to ramp that up so (laughs) (laughs) so i i do believe that there's they're still doing my faction this year i think the the problem that people because i i never i don't play it i literally have never once even loaded it i think i did maybe one time because they had like like a special like john cena action figure character you were able to use i remember that if you went to walmart or something yeah yeah yeah. that's literally the only time i played it I have no idea how it works. I do not even touch that book. <laughs> However, um, I do think that uh, they know that that people kind of weren't incentivized to play it last year. Mm. So I, I'm hearing things about you know you being able to um, get rewarded for playing it more you know in other modes of the game than just my faction, uh, which I'm, I hope so because there's, there's a lot of characters in there. My hope is that you can unlock characters that are specifically for my faction and use them in other Same. modes. Yeah, that was a big problem uh, for the last couple of years. Is like, you play my faction, you get these attires that you can't use outside of my faction. I think that's kind of lame, personally. Right. So hopefully they fixed it. I wasn't able to play my faction at the event. Um, but, I, you know, if they do stuff like that, I mean, that gives everybody an incentive to actually play it. You know what I mean? If, if you get to, right. you know, be rewarded in other modes with it. So. We saw the Tom- we saw the we saw the progression from um, the year prior to last year of my GM. They opened it up a little bit more of my my GM. Uh, any anything that we say could be um, worked under that that they they cleared up under the hood for for my GM. So from what I've seen, I think that uh, they've added a lot more shows. I think I think they're teasing an ECW show to have on on my GM. I believe I don't don't quote me on that, but I, I believe I saw something about that. Um, in kind of the tease that they were doing for it, right? Uh, but yeah, I think every mode definitely got improved on, uh, at least a little bit this year. I mean, I think, it, and even as the year goes on, you're going to see. I mean, more updates. I feel like that's that's what's happened the last few years. It's been okay. Well, we released the game. Um, I get feedback from the creators. Now we're getting feedback from the regular community, and then stuff that they feel like they can tweak or needs to be tweaked. They'll do that, you know, as time goes on. But I think my GM specifically, I'm excited to play that because I think they added a lot more in with this year. Yeah, let me let me ask let me ask you because when it comes to the game modes, the, the WWE 2K always offers your story modes, your career, uh, my career, all that all type of stuff. My universe continues to stay. Which modes do you usually play the most out of like, when you go into 2K? Well, online mode is my thing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm an online. Yeah, I was gonna, I will get into that later. But as far as like my GM and universe, like, do you usually play with that the most? Oh, or? Well, yeah, no, universe mode for sure. Um, yeah, I have a whole other universe mode series that I do uh, with the wrestlers in the game. And this year was kind of, it was kind of annoying because there were certain things that were kind of overlooked. Like you were able to, you, they have cutscenes now in universe mode. So you can like set up like rivalry actions and like cutscenes. But it was very flawed. Like you couldn't choose some people that, you know, um, would be involved in the cutscene. It would be like random people and it would make no sense to whatever story you were trying to tell. I believe that got fixed this year. Um, I, again, I, I'm going to be playing the full build later on. But, um, yeah, they, they talk of a big game now about, you know, we overhaul. We're not overhauled, but we've improved on everything. So, uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed on that one. Universe mode is, is a big deal for me. Hopefully, you know, they do stuff with it. And what's your thoughts on the 2K showcase mode and the my career stuff? Because I think, for me, growing up, a lot of the road to WrestleMania stuff, where the creativity, where you where you have a chosen superstar, you take him to like four, three, six months to WrestleMania. That showed, that showed a lot of craziness, because especially like when you think back to like SVR 09, you had the Undertaker's road to WrestleMania. 
and then and you're making Finley and Santino zombies, like, like, like that craziness going on. Like, what, what, what's your take on the whole uh, story mode type of stuff and uh, my career? Yeah, so I, what I've liked that they've done for the last couple of years, because before with the whole my career stuff, it was just kind of, you know, you had a, a couple of cut scenes in the beginning. Um, and then once you get to a certain point, it's like, all right, well, we kind of just repeat the same thing over and over again. But now it's like an actual beginning to end of a story. Um, and it's kind of similar to Road to WrestleMania because, I mean, most of, most of the storylines that they have end at WrestleMania uh, or, like, you know, SummerSlam or whatever. But, uh, but no, I mean, I think that the the last couple of, of story mode, you know, my career uh, things, that they, they've been very good. I mean, it, it, it's gotten mixed reviews. I personally really like it. Um, I'm excited to see what it is this year. I, I haven't even been able to play that one yet. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, every year for the My Rise, they, they do a men's and women's one now. Mm-hmm. They've been good. They've been good. I have, I have no I have no complaints about it. What's your? I um... think the the. Oh, no, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna, I, I was gonna say for like the um, the my rise, the career one. I'll say for twenty two, like like you said, there's certain cutscenes, but then once you completed all of them, sure. there's pretty much nothing then, nothing after that. It was like, oh, now it's either you could play again or higher difficulty or just retire. Sure. I think with last year, at least they actually gave us an ending. To most of, like, to actually, to both of them, actually, you either ended at SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Sure. But for for your content, you do a lot of online stuff. What is your? Why is it always online stuff? Like, what's the what's the appeal? So I'm a competitive player. You know what I mean? Like I I, I go very hard when I when I when I, <laughs> I, I you know it's just fun because I feel like there's only so many times you can play against the computer. Because I feel like the computer has the same patterns every single time, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. buddy, you play a computer and it's like, okay, well, after this many moves, he's probably going to reverse, or you know, they're going to act like this, or they're going to do that. When you play an actual person, it's you know, you you have to work way harder. It's a lot more competitive to you know to win a match. Uh, and you know, it's always fun to to feel like you know you you're better at the game than other people. You know what I mean? So I've been doing online mode for a long time, um, and I just the I'm a very competitive person. So being able to apply that into you know a passion that I have, which is wrestling, and then you know the wrestling video games, that that's been a big factor for me because I just, yeah, yeah, I'm very competitive when it comes to that. Yeah, for so many years, the online scene was pretty much people making monstrous dicks or got like like monstrous, just disturbing things, and they just hit RKO as their first move, and then they just do shoving. It was it was such a nightmare for me that I was oh, like, yeah. you know what. I, compared to like, I played with you once before, and then uh, like with Mark and Ray, our, our close friends, where like I feel now they have a better balance of online. Which thank God that you don't see a lot of these fucking dicks or giant ass dicks. <laughs> no, yeah, you you can you can like filter a lot of stuff. Like if you don't want to play with a custom character, you can choose not to. Um, if you you can even change like the pin system and like you know you can just modify whatever rules you want. That wasn't really a thing before. I mean, uh, in the early online like games like 2k14 you're able to modify a lot of stuff between like 15 and man i want to say like 20 it was just okay you load into a match and whatever happens happens but now you can really filter it out so you can have the experience that you want to have you want to go competitively you know you can probably get a match like that if you don't going to do casual you can you can make the settings so you know it's more of a casual experience they've done a very good job kind of filtering it out so you don't have to have a miserable time if you don't <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. The online. I mean, I had a really big problem with online this year, just because the the servers weren't the best. I don't know if you experienced that, where it would just crash in the middle of a match and be like, "Oh well, 
an error has occurred or whatever. That happens a lot yeah. this year. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna need to uh, to ask about that for this year because I can't I can't do that two years in a row for sure. Uh-huh. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a creation guy. I I'm, oh. I'm a I I I and I love to see the creativity with um, other individuals when they're you know creating their wrestlers or their shows and stuff like that. Because I I immediately what I do is. I first, what I do is I first play, you know, the road to WrestleMania. I mean, the, you know, the showcase modes or the my rises, get it, you know, get me busy for the next couple of weeks because I know it's going to take creators a couple, you know, a few weeks to put together some stuff, you know, so I could see like, uh, how close they can get to getting a Kenny Omega or, or, or MJF kind of, uh, uh, deal and stuff like that. Um, and then when I want to make my own stuff, the uploading of the images and stuff like that, I'm I'm very in, involved with that. Uh, has there been like an overload as well when it came to? Uh, have you heard anything about the the creator, the the creation suites and such? So I mean, I, I think every year they add more things, uh, which I, I feel like is is you know good for the game. I feel like they don't really take stuff out in terms of the creation suites. Um, they, they've honestly, I mean, the last few years, they've improved upon it a lot. I feel like such a 2K show right now, but I, I got to give credit where credit Because <laughs> I, I feel like the, the the characters that they make, I mean, you can go in community creations right now and see, you, you can look up any, like, AEW wrestler, any independent wrestler, and the models that they have for these guys that people have made are insane. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, 2K gave, you know, whatever resources to do that. But these people, I mean, these, like, actual creators out there, are doing a damn good job making like these realistic people. Um, so I, I can only assume it's going to be, you know, even better this year. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I, it sucks. Cause the, the build that I played was very, very limited. I, I'm going to be playing the full one. Uh, you know, as I said before, later the month, later in the month. So I'm definitely going to be able to experience experiment with the, you know, creation suite and stuff like that. But I have to assume that's going to be improved upon hundred percent. I was, um, but, I was kind of shocked that they would, you know the game is a month away to be released i know i know yeah yeah uh are are we kind of nervous about it being like that right there like are we kind of nervous that it's going to be buggy are we going to see you know we nervous that we might have to get a day one patch i can imagine that we get a day one patch but are we kind of i'm sure i'm sure there's going to be a day one patch i am i am a little nervous about that just because you know i feel like there's not enough time between you know us being able to get feedback and the game actually coming out for there to really be a big difference but um you know when i, when I played it, it it was it, it felt good i mean the, everything that they've uh included in the game like you can like throw weapons and stuff like that now you can throw you can you can like i saw that that's machine. a very cool t- uh, touch that they put in no absolutely I mean, you can like throw them into a vending machine and a water bottle pops so you can pick it up and like throw it at somebody you know uh stuff like that so I, i'm i'm sure it's gonna be buggy i mean i feel like every game nowadays which is weird because i feel like that shouldn't be the case, but every game that comes out always has bugs to it, which is annoying. So I'm I'm assuming that it's that's going to be the case again. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to have to see. Did yeah, you? I want to want to answer Jay. My two cents. I feel since the whole collapse of 2K20, they've learned their lesson, so that's why they kind of took a break. This is why we didn't get a 2K21. Sure. Where I feel where in 2K22 they completely reset everything. Like there's no more three reversal system, uh, that type of stuff. So they completely overhauled everything. And then, Jaren, I want to ask you this. As a guy that looks forward to the game every year, 
the question is always with the roster, as we see on the screen, like, like the superstars and their ratings. I always find myself going to the roster and saying, okay, you're probably staying. You're not. You're released. You're not coming back next year. Are you the type of person that cares about the roster? Because every year, the two the 2K selling point is the largest roster in, in wrestling history. And then, like I saw for this year, it's like over 200 characters. Meanwhile, meanwhile probably like duplicates of like five different people. But what are your yeah. thoughts on the rosters? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. You get like 15 Charlottes and they're like, oh, the biggest roster, <laughs> you know, of all yeah. time. Yeah, that, that I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of because, I mean, there's only so many times you could play with uh, <laughs> every version of John Cena or every version of Rey Mysterio or whatever. But, um, and, and I mean, there's also certain people that they add into these games that I, do, that I don't care about. I mean, how, what am I going to play as Doink? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm going to go sit here and play as Doink. But, I mean, I, it give, I mean, people have the option. I That's not necessarily a bad thing. But I think it is, it's a little, it's a little, uh, uh, con artisty to be like, hey, we have the largest roster of all time. And then here's like 14 Hulk Hogan's. You know what I mean? Like, that, right. that shouldn't count to me. But, I mean, variety is not necessarily a bad thing. I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I have no idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the variety for 2K, I give them credit where they come out left field with some of the characters. I mean, the last couple of DLC packs were very interesting where they had like Dorothy the Clown in one, they had Yokozuna, they like Zeus. I remember throwing that out last year. It was like a like a oh they're gonna throw in Zeus. And meanwhile, they threw in Zeus. The boogeyman's back in the game. Oh yeah. But as, but as far as like the, I mean, there's definitely gonna be duplicates because of the WrestleMania showcase. We're gonna see a lot of those. Sure. And then also with like overalls, I do that type of person that care too much about overalls. Or no, I mean especially considering what I I mean when I do online stuff that really doesn't play a factor in it too much unless you're playing with like a really really low overall. Um, yeah, that never really meant anything to me. I mean, they do like the whole like reveal thing or whatever, where you know, um, like I wasn't even able to, I wasn't even allowed to show the overalls in the videos that I was doing because they, they wanted to like do a whole like reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I never was, really, I never really cared about that. You know what I mean? I feel like the only people who would really care about that are the wrestlers themselves. You know what I mean? Like if I if I if I like pulled up and they were like, hey, you're like a seventy one, I'd be like, damn. You know what I mean? I'd be like, <laughs> I, like what the hell. Uh, but yeah, not, that, that wasn't really too big of a deal for me. And the, and the last thing on the on the roster thing, I'm sorry, Jay, I just wanted to bring this up with that. Um, as far like because every year we get this game, do you think we should get like updated attires? Because I mean, when the game releases, like last year we had Tommaso Ciampa and like Miz like tag team gear. Meanwhile, like I understand we could like edit and create our own thing, but wouldn't it be better if 2K along with updates just update everybody's attire? That'd be awesome. I mean, that's even, I mean, they, they feel like, they released Bad Bunny, like a separate attire for like $10 last year. That was right. ridiculous to me. I feel like just like a whole DLC pack of like updated attires for like a lot of people, that'd be beautiful. You don't even necessarily have to have, you know, a bunch of uh, of characters for a DLC. You can do other ones like that. So I feel like that would be a, a cool addition. Um, I think they're, I could be wrong about this, but I believe they're going to be adding the new WrestleMania arena into the game later on in the year. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's I mean that's a, that's a step in the right direction. I feel like it, it'll be cool to have, you know, not an outdated WrestleMania arena two months after the game comes out. You know what I mean? So I feel they did that with NXT 2.0. Like after the game released, like yes, few months later, yeah. they added that arena in as like a free update. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, that was cool. That was cool. They did that. Yeah, I've 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 always said that you know being 2K and such. The NBA franchise always seems to be on 
on, on, on the, the barometer of making the changes that they need to make. Like, you know, sure. if a team has an updated uniform, like during that season, they'll, Hey, check this out. You got a, you know, you got a, you got a new, um, uh, uniform for a set team. Or if they have to do like the tournament, uh, uniforms, they'll have the t- tournament uniforms there. Uh, I always said that WWE should do the same. Like, you know, if Kevin Owens comes out with a new shirt, why don't we just have him with a new shirt? You know, why, why, what? It, have you ever heard why that there isn't that kind of, um, balance of, of bringing that to, to, to the forefront for WWE games? No, I, I never had the conversation. I feel like community creations, though, hooks it up a lot. Because I feel like once you see somebody come out with a new attire, within like a day, you see people already making like the same attires. You can just download and put on that character yourself. So maybe they haven't even felt like they needed to because other yeah, people the, are just making The pain in the ass is that it takes a slot for me when I fucking get uh, yeah. only no, get that's a hundred. Point. So that's a great you know, point. and I'm trying to build my, you know, my AEW or my uh, my TNA uh, shows and and I'll, I gotta take, I gotta get three Kevin Owenses so I can get his attire. Like, come on. Yeah, no, that was a that was a big criticism from a lot of people. Like the limited amount of slots you can use for like downloadable uh, content. I don't know why there's a limit in the first place. I don't know why the hell they even have a limit. It's, yeah, you know, I think with next gen now, you would think that you know the RAM and such and whatever technical hubaloo that you do use, that you would think that you know you could have all these slots open. You. I've played, I, I've downloaded for Fire Pro. Now, mind you, the sprites and such are, they're, they're small in scale, but <laughs> no, I got like 700 wrestlers in Fire Pro. Like, honestly, it's insane. Mm. Um, any, 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 uh, little, uh, secrets that you might be able to share that you know of right now that's going on with <laughs> 2K? Ooh, for the new game. Let me think. Hold on. Any, any, uh, any, uh, any DLC hints? Any possibilities? Like, DLCs are good. No. Anything you heard about the DLC? Yeah, no, I don't know anything about DLC. They haven't told us anything about DLC. However, from what it, from what it seems like, I feel like we might be getting, uh, a Firefly Funhouse match in the showcase mode. Really? Which I, th- I love it. So, so just from the tease that they've done, um, I haven't been able to see it myself yet, but it, it seems like that's the direction that they're going in. Um, so I actually know one of the people that did a uh, mocap for the game this year, and he's got kind of, you know, the shape of Bray Wyatt. <laughs> so so mm. I think, you know, that plus uh, the tease that they've done, you know, the whole John Cena NWO shirt and stuff like that. I think that might be one of the showcase matches. But uh, but yeah, that, 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 so that's going to be cool because that's going to be a whole unique experience i feel like to play, to play with. Wow. So, so, let me, so let me ask you this jaren so with everything we've been talking about with like the free cam and uh, overall gameplay would you agree that this year's game is leaned towards more like the youtube creators with the free cam and then as far as like the the gameplay stuff is like for beginners like for like just like to pick up a game and just say fuck it, I, if I want to throw a hammer at somebody's head, I'm gonna throw a hammer at somebody's head. If I want to throw a water bottle, that type of thing. Would you say 2K is leaning more towards that direction going forward? No, I, I absolutely think so. I mean, I feel like uh, content creators are way more. I mean, not even just people that you know are getting like flown out to these events. There's so many people that are just like streaming this game and like you know playing playing the game. So I feel like the the more um cater to it is for those certain people like you can do like they even have an option for the for the music in the game but you can turn it off like creator safe mode you know what i mean like they literally have so specifically for content creators um and just you know stuff like with the camera or whatever i think that's definitely for people who are making content which is cool because i feel like again like the more people are incentivized to make videos throughout the year with this game 
the more successful this game would be. I feel like that's that's a no-brainer, you know what I mean? So it's cool to see them, I, I don't want to say finally, but yeah, finally, kind of do stuff to cater to those people, for sure. Uh, favorite wrestling game of all time? <sighs> of all time. 2K14 is going to be my favorite of all time. Um, that's when they had the special guest referee mode. You could do a finisher where you, like, have like nine setup moves before you can do the actual move. You get, you pick them up, put them down, kick them, like punch them. You know what I mean? Uh, the the creation suite in there was pretty cool. You got to incorporate that in online. I mean, the servers were stable as hell. The um, you got to play a match from every WrestleMania. You had the the first twenty nine WrestleMania mm-hmm. arenas in that game. The beat the streak mode with the Undertaker, where like he was like impossible mm-hmm. to beat. Bro, that game is undefeated in my mind. That is such a beautiful game. Um, a lot of people are going to say like the old stuff, like no mercy or like here comes the pain or something like that. I'm, I'm a new school boy. I'm a new school boy. 2k 14 is my game. 100%. Yeah. I know. I, 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 you, you tend to forget that, that, that right there, it was the last of that dying breed until they went to next gen. And then when we yeah. got, when we got 15, it was like, woof, that was, uh, it was kind of tough there, but uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the graphics was cool. I mean, the new graphics and stuff for that game was pretty sick, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, so. I, I laugh because the one thing that I thought was was funny was uh, when you were playing, I guess, in that that career mode and such, mm. and someone you knew who had the game or created a wrestler, they would come out in your career as a wrestler. Yes. Like, yes, that's right. I'm like, who the hell is that? And I go to find <laughs> out who it is. Like, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> like, what did that I completely happen? forgot about that one. Yeah. Like for me. Wow. Uh, but uh, Jaron, thanks for your time. Before I let you go, I just, uh, just, uh, just quick, uh, just a quick heads up of of um, what you've been doing. Like, uh, this, I'm glad that we actually had you on the show because we've never had anybody on the show who's been so hands on, not only with wrestling but with the video game aspect as well. Um, are you looking to do anything more out, you know, with this as a maybe career or such? What are we, what are we doing with this? No, absolutely. I mean, YouTube, I mean, currently right now is my full-time job. I just recently joined uh, this group called Vibe, V-Y-B-E. Um, they're a pretty successful 2K group, you know, that we do, uh, um, you know, the group videos uh, playing the game. We actually have like a whole like space now that uh, one of our guys, Brandon, has for us we have like a wrestling ring and everything right now. i'm actually doing training oh really to, uh, yeah I'm, i've been doing wrestling training in the ring that we got so i got 24 7 access to a ring which is pretty cool plus like a whole studio where i can record uh the videos and just like the space where we uh do the group videos and stuff like that but it's, it's been i've been very fortunate this last year 100 so so vibe has been a big deal for me to uh make this like a full-time gig uh so so yeah i mean this is gonna be a big year i can't wait i'm i'm very excited that's phenomenal man that's all that's that's awesome and you're you're living it you're giving it you're giving me hope that uh me in my 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 later years of when i'm retired from actual work that i could probably do this in my 60s and uh and uh somebody would down the line be like what the hell is this 63 year old guy giving a fuck about playing 2k 37 or some shit like that. Hey, listen, I mean, listen, I'd watch it. You know what I'm saying? I'd watch it. Yeah, but thanks again for your time and let everybody know where they could get you at, Jaren. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. Um, now, you two are dope as hell. I mean, small Afro YouTube channel. We upload every other day. I'm um, uploading 2K24 content for the next couple of days. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. And uh, just want to ask can we get you back in a couple of weeks after you get the um, 
the full game and get your thoughts about it before. The oh, absolutely. I, I can give you all the inside scoops. I got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, bro. Can't wait. Mike, keep keep keep, uh, keep the connection there. And uh, thanks again for your time, Jaren. And uh, guys, <laughs> um, don't go anywhere. We have much to talk about on the podcast. And um, yeah, you always know. Stick around. We'll be back. From, we'll be back in a minute. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. Turnbuckle Tabloid.